the end of the year and time is running out. If this was a goal you set for the year, it's time to get moving and to start training. You just need to take bold action and do it. I don't care if you don't feel ready. It's time. It's time to challenge yourself. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. For those of you who are listening for the first time, my name is Kim Peek, and it is my mission to get you moving more and to help you think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Starting a fitness program or setting a goal like completing a 5K, walking a half marathon, or running a marathon can be a catalyst for positive changes in your life. If you're feeling lost or you feel like you need new friends, or maybe you feel like your life just needs a change, or maybe a new adventure, getting involved with running might just be that thing that completely changes your life. Now, I believe that we all have ups and downs and that our priorities may shift during certain seasons of life. But even when your focus shifts, it's still important to make time for yourself and to make time for your own dreams. This week, I want to talk about turkey trots and other fun holiday-themed 5Ks because I know a lot of you have had it on your bucket list to run or walk a 5K this year. And if this is a goal you've pushed to the back burner this year because you're busy with work and kids and maybe just life got in the way, this is one that is good for you. This is a goal that is good for you. It's good for you for a number of reasons, to focus on your health and just training for a 5K to run or walk one will help you be better in so many areas of your life. There's a lot of research on how exercise helps kids learn. And in an article out this week in the Toronto Sun, Dr. Scott Leith, who is a data scientist and research psychologist, says that exercise has the power to create more efficient brains. And researchers at the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health say that exercise helps create higher levels of executive function. Dr. Leith says that multitasking, working memory, and self-control are heightened after exercise. And they go on to say in this article that adding a workout to your daily routine will also help with focus, stress levels, speed and flexibility of thought, neuron growth, and overall academic performance. And then in an additional study from the American Professional Society of ADHD and Related Disorders, They had 17 kids from kindergarten through third grade participate in moderate to vigorous exercise for 26 minutes a day over an eight-week period at school, and roughly 64% to 71% showed signs of behavioral improvements that targeted ADHD symptoms. So all of that to say, if this works for kids which we could have a whole conversation about why it would really be important to have mandatory physical education for every kid who is in school, grades grades K through high school, K through senior year. If this works for kids, it should be proof enough that it can also help you focus and be more productive at work or at home. And 
when we aren't feeling like we're in the mood to get down to business and get things done, whether it's a tedious chore or doing your taxes or learning something new, exercise and maybe even training for that 5K that you've always wanted to do will help you concentrate and make it easier to get those tasks done. It's going to make it easier for you to learn something new or for you to learn something hard. So training for that 5K has way bigger benefits for you than just getting outside and getting fresh air, which is also a tremendous benefit, has amazing mental health benefits for you. But back to all the fun 5Ks coming up at the end of this year. After all the turkey trots and Thanksgiving-themed races, well, in Kansas City, let me just rattle off some of the races that I found. We have the Westport Santa Dash, the Candy King Course North KC 5K, the Candy King Course East 5K 10K, the Great Santa Run 5K, the Jingle Bell Run, and the Kansas City Santa Shuffle. So what I'm basically saying is that there are lots of chances to race yet this year, and I'm sure in your own city, you have a lot of options. It seems like though in Kansas City, we have at least one, if not two or three or four races every single weekend of the year. You could go crazy racing, which I encourage you to find something fun to do, and I encourage you to get hooked on running. But if you decide to start racing every single weekend, I want you to be smart about it. I want you to remember that you can't race all out full on hard every single weekend. Vary your paces, make some for fun, make some for goal races, because pushing your body and racing hard every single weekend is a recipe for disaster, a recipe for injury. But I do want you to get out there and have fun because we have so many fun races, especially at the end of the year around the holidays. So this is a great time if you have been thinking about doing a 5K to stop thinking and to start doing. So if you've set a goal to do a 5K and you haven't done it yet, why not? What's stopping you? Usually when we have a goal and we put things off, it's because of fear. Fear of failure. Maybe you're worried about people laughing. Maybe you're worried that people will not think you're a real runner because you have to walk. Or maybe you're worried that you won't finish. Are you worried about what people will say if they find out that you are training? Maybe you're surrounded by a bunch of people who aren't active and they make fun of runners or they just don't really understand why you would want to devote time to doing something like that. Could you be worried about how your life will change if you have to get up in the dark before work to go work out? Would you need to get to bed earlier? Will you be tired at work? How is that going to change your life? These are all things that people worry about. And of course, I'm not in your head, so I don't know what's holding you back. But I want to challenge you today to pick a race that takes place before the end of the year and sign up. Like I said, I'm in Kansas City. And so I know that if you live here, you are going to have lots of choices. We have at least one race every single weekend from now to the end of the year. So you have no excuses. So find one that looks fun and sign up. And then let me know which one you're going to do, and maybe I'll come out and share for you or come run with you. 
So be sure to let me know which one you picked because I really do want to cheer for you and you can tag me in social media and I can keep up with your training. So that's all great. At any rate, it's the end of the year and time is running out. If this was a goal you set for the year, it's time to get moving and to start training. You just need to take bold action and do it. I don't care if you don't feel ready. It's time. It's time to challenge yourself. Did you know that two competing thoughts cannot hold the same space? You can't think, I'm going to run a 5K this year, and also think at the exact same time, I'd rather sit on the couch and snuggle under the blankets all fall. You just can't do it. You can't have both of those thoughts. You can't think, I'm so lazy, and also think, I'm an amazing athlete at the same time. So when you're in one of those situations where you're fighting with yourself because you don't want to train, remind yourself that you can't hold two competing thoughts at once and choose one. Choose the one that gets you off the couch. Then take action. Now, I'm going to assume that you took that as a pep talk and you've made the decision to do a 5K yet this year. We have... September, October, November, December. You have four months, which is plenty of time to train. Next, you are going to head to your browser and Google 5K races near me or visit your local running store or go to runsignup.com and type in your city into the search box or go to a site like Running in the USA and they have all kinds of check boxes so you can pick your city and the month and you'll get a long list of all kinds of options. Just do it. Sign up. You can even open the browser of your phone right now. Do all of this right now while you are listening to this podcast. So you have no excuses, right? You're excited, I hope. I hope I'm getting you excited. So open your browser. Go to runningintheusa.com or if you like one of the other ones better and go do it right now. Next, you are going to want to find a training plan or hire a coach or find a mentor or a friend who will help you train and hold you accountable. You can absolutely download a free 5K plan or use a training app that will get the job done. And Google free 5K training plan and you will find a ton of them. But if you are looking for more encouragement or someone to bounce ideas off of or someone you can email or text daily, you might want to coach. I currently have two options on my website. If you go to www.crushingmygoals.com forward slash store, you can see the link for the program. And my program is listed as train for your first or best 5k half marathon or marathon. And once you select a program, I will give you a, a tailored training plan to follow All of my programs take place online, but when you work with me, you are also getting more than a training plan that you print off and stick on the fridge. You also get an online program that is jam-packed with videos, exercises, drills, motivational tips, and educational material that will help you train smarter. But if that is all too overwhelming, you can forget about all of that and just check in with me and share your progress. Every person is different. And you might be motivated by different things than your friends or different things that motivate me. So I am always willing to talk to you, to chat with you, to talk through your options, and to help you come up with a program that helps you stay motivated and on track. If you have any questions about any of this, email me at coachkim at thepoweroffrun.com. Now, I've talked a lot about getting started and how to get started training 
in lots of different episodes. If you want more, you can go back and listen to episode 12 and 43, which relate to running, or 69 and 70, which were my episodes about walking a marathon. But I want to talk today a little bit more about what gets you out the door when you don't feel like it. Do you have a friend? Do do friends motivate you? Because it's all great now to listen to me and be excited about doing this race, but you're going to have days when you don't want to get out of bed. So what? think now about what motivates you. Is it having a friend who's expecting you to go walk or run with them? Silly story. I was supposed to, I have a friend that I walk with two or three days a week. And yesterday at the end of our walk, we said, hey, do you want to walk tomorrow? And I said, sure, let's walk. And then I went to bed and forgot about it. But the days I don't walk with her are the days that I run. And so I got up and ran this morning And then halfway through my run, I saw her walking toward me, completely shocked me. When I saw her, I yelled out her name. She turned around, still did not remember I was supposed to be walking with her because it was so, it was not part of my daily routine. Anyway, I walked the rest of the way with her. And usually having a friend does keep me accountable because we're in that time of the year when it's dark. I hate getting out of bed in the dark. And then when it gets cold, it gets even worse. But Having that friend does keep me accountable because usually I do stick to the dates that we set. And if I know I have a friend I'm supposed to meet, I get out of bed and I go meet them. Today, I still got out of bed and I just blew her off, which was super embarrassing and kind of funny at the same time. But we will be walking again tomorrow. But anyway, having an accountability partner, a friend, is a good way to get yourself out the door so that you will do whatever it is that you're You've set a goal to do. some For some people, just knowing that they have a big goal three months down the road or four months down the road, they're very goal-oriented and having the goal is enough, motivation enough. Maybe, maybe another thing that I do is if I don't want to get up in the morning, I tell myself, okay, I have to get out of bed, but if I don't want to walk outside in the dark, I can go downstairs and walk on the treadmill. Or if I don't want to feel like running today, I can go up and I can walk for a mile and then decide if I want to run. You can make little deals with yourself, but find a way, different mind tricks, different motivational tactics that work for you that will get you out of bed in the morning or get you moving on those days when you're just not really, that you'd rather stay in bed, the days you're not really feeling like working out. Also, I want you to think about what keeps you going when you want to quit. Do you have a playlist that pumps you up? Are there podcasts you like to listen to? Is it trying to run or walk a route faster than you did two weeks ago? Whether it's a time goal or any other kind of personal goal, come up with different ideas that will work for you on when I want to quit while I'm out walking, when I want to quit when when I feel pain, what are the things that will help me push through that pain? We've talked before that some people I work with like to pray. Some people do a, a body check when, when they're in pain and when they're just tired and you think, okay, how's my posture? Are my arms loose? What's what's my head position? Or they focus on counting the steps. How many steps am I taking? And they just count footsteps until they kind of get themselves out of that funk. So start thinking about those kinds of things because These are the things that drag us down 
once the excitement and the newness wears off. Also remember that running and walking, your exercise, is not punishment for what you ate or drank. It's fun and it should energize you and make you happy and help you mentally prepare for your day. If you're ending every session hating working out, if you're regretting that you got out of bed to do the thing, if you're regretting that you ran, you need to pick something new or evaluate what's going on that is causing you to not enjoy what you're doing. Because if you hate it when you're motivated, you are not going to stick with it when that excitement wears off. Also, when it comes to your goals, you either have people pulling you up or dragging you down. So spend time with the people who pull you up, who really rally behind you and want the best for you. And that goes for what you fill your mind with on social media too. If you have people on your own personal profile who want to tear you down or who are always snarky when you talk about the ups and downs of your life, get rid of them. There is no reason that you have to subject yourself to negativity. My daughter the one who is a senior in college, was excited this week because she just negotiated her first lease for her first New York City apartment, which she will move into in December. So she posted all about it on her Facebook page because that's exciting stuff, right? Graduating from college, moving to the city you've dreamed of living in since you were eight years old, and starting your real life. I mean, that's a big deal for anybody. And there's this adult, a teacher and director she's worked with in the past, who has always made snarky comments anytime she shares anything about her YouTube channel or about acting. And he tried to berate her for paying rent on an apartment when she's not even there because we all know New York City apartments are expensive. And I think that there are just some people who always like to try to feel superior to others. So rather than being all happy and yay, you finally get to live your dream. He had to have something smart and mean to say about it. And by the way, she doesn't start paying rent until December when she moves. And isn't it a relief that she's making plans now and knows where she's going to live? I mean, I think it is as her mother because it's one less thing we have to worry about right now about what's going to happen after graduation. So, you know, in this case, people like that, you don't need them. Get rid of them. They don't need to be your friends. Set your profile to private. Block them. Don't surround yourself with people who are going to tear you down. Don't let people rain on your parade. Don't let people drag you down to their level, especially people who are not brave enough to take the risk and do the thing that you are dreaming of. How do you fit running into your day? That's a big one, right? If you're going to be consistent and do this goal. I would suggest having a time, a set time that you run. But we all know that some weeks just don't go as planned. So as a backup, I like to look at the week and see what the big things are that have to be done and plan for those first. Have you ever heard the story of the big rocks? I'm not sure where this story originated, but here's the version that Stephen Covey shares. One day, an expert was speaking to a group of business students, and to drive home a point, he used an illustration. As this man stood in front of the group of high-powered overachievers, he said, Okay, time for a quiz. Then he pulled out a one-gallon wide-mouth mason jar and set it on the table in front of them. Then he produced about a dozen fist-sized rocks and carefully placed them, one at a time, into a jar. 
When the jar was filled to the top and no more rocks would fit inside, he asked, Is the jar full? Everyone in the class said, Yes. Then he said, Really? He reached under the table, under the table and pulled out a bucket of gravel. Then he dumped some gravel in and shook the jar, causing pieces of gravel to work themselves down into the spaces between the big rocks. Then he smiled and asked the group once more, Is the jar full? By this time, the class was on to him. Probably not, one of them answered. Good, he replied. And then he reached under the table and brought out a bucket of sand. He started dumping the sand in, and, went, and it went into all the spaces left between the rocks and the gravel. Once more, he asked the question, Is this jar full? No, the class shouted. Once again, he said, good. Then he grabbed a pitcher of water and began to pour it in until the jar was filled to the brim. Then he looked up at the class and said, what is the point of this illustration? One eager beaver raised his hand and said, the point is, no matter how full your schedule is, if you try really hard, you can always fit some more things into it. No, the speaker replied, that is not the point. The truth this illustration teaches us is, if you don't put the big rocks in first, you'll never get them in at all. So if training for this 5K is a priority for you, it will be one of your big rocks. You get to decide what your big rocks are. Put those into your schedule first so that you know the most important things are done. How will you achieve your goals if you leave it to chance? Anything you want to make sure you achieve needs to become one of your big rocks. Then, throughout the week, all of those little things can go in around them. But as long as you make sure that you have your big rocks handled first, you are going to be on your way to achieving your goals and running that first 5K. I have a lot more tips for you on how to get started running or walking that 5K, and I will send them to you. If you sign the pledge, I've been talking about this pledge all summer long. You can look, check it out at www.crushingmygoals.com forward slash crush dash next. Crushingmygoals.com slash crush dash next. That is so hard to say. The final tip I want to share on this episode today is to always keep safety in mind. If you run or walk in the dark, wear reflective clothing, wear a reflective vest, use a headlamp or those flashing lights that clip to your clothes. You can buy all of that at your local running store. Make sure someone knows where you are. You can turn on the tracking on your just by using your text app or there's other apps that you can turn on so people can track you. If you I know my Garmin app also has a tracking feature so that I can send an email to somebody and let them know I'm getting ready to run and it will let them be able to track where I am. If you don't keep ID in your phone, also be sure to fill out the medical info on your phone. If you have an iPhone, you can click on the health app and then on the bottom right, there's a graphic to click on where you can complete the medical ID information. In an emergency, someone who knows how to access it can use that information. I know a lot of people don't even know it's there, but an emergency response person will probably know how it's there and to access it if they can't find any other information on you. I like to carry IUD on my phone. I always have my phone with me, but don't rely on that stuff. Not everybody knows it's there or knows how to find it. So your best bet is to have a medical ID or a road ID. 
like a medical ID bracelet or a road ID. You slip it on your wrist and they even have options for the road ID where there's a little thing you can Velcro to your shoe. So it's just always on your shoe. But that way your emergency contact information is always there. You just never know what's going to happen and you want people to know who you are and how to get you help, how to contact your family members if you are not able to speak for yourself. All right, I am excited about running and walking with you this fall. Go sign up for a race. Let me know what event you are doing. Send me a message or tag me on social media and share all your pictures. And of course, if you want any coaching, you know where to find me. Have a fabulous week, everyone. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week, and I will catch you next Tuesday.